Hey, you knuckleheads, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the War Report. We hope you are safe. We hope you're wearing masks, social distancing, all that. Of course, watching wrestling on Wednesday nights. I'm your host, Marjani, always joined by Cyrus. Cyrus, uh, Florida. You want <laughs> you want to uh, you want to say a few words? Cause uh, I hope you're safe down there. Um, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> uh, for for the most part, I'll say uh, I'm staying my ass inside. Well, that's um, good. That's always good. If thing. I do go out, if I do go outside, I don't go past my driveway. <laughs> uh, that that's it, man. Um. A lot of niggas, oh, <laughs> a lot of people out there that are uh, <laughs> bullshitting and uh, doing their thing. Uh, I see you, and if you want to see me, you won't. <laughs> uh, a lot of people are just like, "Oh man, I can't wait till we hang out again." And then I go on Instagram and I see them, uh, you know, outside, out and about, and I was just like, "Nope, I uh, won't see you anytime soon, partner." <laughs> yeah, this. Uh pandemic has me uh looking at a lot of people differently and you know i have i have some friends who are doing the right thing they're social distancing they're wearing masks they're not really going to pool parties and stuff and then i have some friends that uh i see on ig who not only are going to pool parties they're having house parties they're having people over and i'm just like uh, come on guys like you know, yeah. I know it sucks. I know we just had what Fourth of July weekend. I I knew <clears throat> everybody was gonna go out. I knew that. It, like I was just like, okay. And New Jersey know, uh... opened up slightly. They for some reason we opened up like amusement parks and mm-hmm. on the yeah, second. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you doing? And as soon as that happened, now we have a. Uh, outdoor mass <laughs> mandate and we had to roll back uh going into phases i i knew that was going to happen and uh, at least your state is going uh, b- uh going back into phases because uh this, this governor said hey man if you can go to walmart home depot you these kids can go to school for seven hours and i saw that this morning and i was just said yeah, we're fucked. <laughs> uh, down here, we're we we are completely fucked, and I can't leave. So, yeah, you guys are looking like the stand from uh, Stephen King, huh? Also, mm-hmm. with, that, with that quote is like, "How long are you staying in Walmart at Home Depot? <laughs> like, are you staying? Like, are you just chilling at Home Depot? Like, next to like, you know what? Uh, let me get a door made." And like wait yeah. for six hours for that to be. I'm like, what? How do you equate that to staying in school for six hours? Like, does not make any just, sense? And you know what? A lot of people feel. Uh, there's a lot of people more than just him that feels that way, and I think it's completely ridiculous. But um, you know, uh, <laughs> Florida, Florida right now is the wild west. Uh, I'm just glad my job isn't. You know. Uh, doing anything stupid to get uh, to make people come back or anything like that so yeah I'm, I'm, right now i'm good stay safe uh sheesh. uh for purpose of that we're here to be an escape from all the madness and all the last of us two-ness that's happening outside of your world hopefully we can <laughs> brighten up your fridays 
we're not going to do in the trenches this week. I'm going to introduce a quick, uh, quick little segment because this happened right before we went uh, started recording. Oh, I'm no. <laughs> I'm going to introduce a friend of the show and my person, you know, close personal friend Tony Khan. Uh, I'm going to call it Tony Watch now. He tweeted out some stuff about the ratings report that happened. Uh, AEW, NXT. I think that, you know, we've all talked. We've talked the past a couple of weeks. Like, with the pandemic, nobody cares about ratings anymore. You know what I mean? Like, everything is off. Some people aren't even watching live. They're watching a lot of delayed watch. Even though, you know... It just seems like, you know... NXT's been winning the past... Three weeks. <laughs> just yeah. Just say. Not not that big of a deal. <laughs> so Tony Khan, he's an analytics guy. He's the analytics guy for Jacksonville Jaguars. Of course, you know NFL season. You know, fingers crossed for somebody like uh, it's coming back. We'll see, because <laughs> uh, stuff is looking a little shaky. But he tweeted this out. Thank you to all who. Uh, help make Firefest on AEW Dynamite a huge success, success these past two weeks, especially fans, wrestlers, and crew. We finished in top seven for the 1849 demo the past two weeks. Last night, our best 834 audience since March. Number two last night, and 12 to 34 males as well. Like I said, he's a huge anal- analytics nerd. Uh, this is. Uh, Wow. Uh, just one uh, one thing is just like yeah he he he's the analytics guy right, um, but now he's only anal- like he's analytics guy for the Jacksonville Jaguars. He's never really been AEW's analytics guy, but now that they lost you know quote unquote lost three weeks in a row. Um, now he's analytics guy. Now he's doing all these numbers, you know, and it's just like, nah, we like the man's unhinged. <laughs> Damn, unhinged. <laughs> the man losing it, bro. Like, it's not that big of a deal. And, you know, for the past, uh, for the past two weeks now, you know, Jericho, he did his little bit where he was, you know, oh, we lost, but guess what? You know, we got this demographic, you know, just. Just taking the small victories, I guess. That's how that's how I took it, you know, just taking the small victories now. But uh now now, now uh with Tony Hawk Khan coming out and doing the same thing, it's just like, oh, you you guys ain't gotta do this twice. Let's not like, let's not do this two weeks in a row. You know? Uh we don't need the don't break down the demos so it looks good in your favor. You know? Like let's not do that. <laughs> I mean if you look at the last two weeks for N- for AEW, not too shabby. It's like seven forty eight, seven fifteen. NXT it's, last four weeks seven forty six, seven eighty six, seven ninety two. It's, it's not like NXT is blowing them out the water, so it's not like he has to go insane like this, or you know, try to make it you know try to make his small victory seem huge because you know there's been times before where NXT you know backed up and you know uh got a win 
and one week, and then AEW got to win next week. So it's like we don't really have to do this. And now you know uh, when when uh, AEW was you know blowing NXT out the water, we didn't see no we didn't see no bullshit like this. You know, uh, now now everybody is just a fan of pro le- pro wrestling. Screw the ratings, like. Oh, now that NXT is like you know winning, like now we we give up on the game. Like this this shit is childish. Well, I think I think we said that uh, we said screw the ratings. Like when we first yeah. started the show, like we we read them out like first couple of weeks, and they were just like, okay, they're they're not really changing that much because mm-hmm. you know obviously AEW started with that one point four million on like October second last year, yeah. and then it went down to like. Nine nine hundred fifty seven thousand. Then it went down to like the eight hundreds, and of course the pandemic. Everybody's around, let's just say, average like seven hundred fifty thousand. Then that's yeah where it is. And I mean, of course Tony Khan. Of course he's you know the the owner of AEW. If he wants to take pride in kind of winning demos and like being up cool, like I said, like he's the he's huge analytics guy, and if you seen any of his pressers huge nerd for uh wrestling and i'm not saying that like in a derogatory way i did mm-hmm. you and i are nerds you know what i mean like that yeah so where you are the rnc is pretty much uh, you know made up of nerds but it's just <laughs> yeah yeah well like we're all nerds but at the same time it's just like people will look at that and like, wow, you're going really out of your way to point <laughs> certain demos, <laughs> like the 12 to 34 male range and 18 to 49. Like it was just, just, it's just bull. It's straight bullshit, bro. That's all it is, man. It's just it, like Jericho. It's just him. It's just his shtick. You know what I mean? But like it yeah, coming from Tony, and, it's just a little weird. And I, then like with Jericho, with Jericho, you know, it, it was just like that resulted in some good banter. Then it completely went left with the Sammy Guevara thing. But like, you know, it, you know, Sasha poked fun or whatever, and they did their, uh, you know, they did that thing, and then you know, it, it went left, like I just said. But like now, it's just like nobody's gonna come at Tony Khan, and you know, this isn't gonna be fun banter. So it's like he's really just like screaming in the room, just be like, "But we won, though," even though in overall viewers, you didn't. So. Um, to me right now, like it wasn't even, it wasn't even a bad ass whooping. Like you guys were probably like a hundred short or like 200 short right there. Just That's right fine. There, right? You know what I mean? Like everybody, you nobody's know? breaking, nobody's breaking like in TV, and- unless you're a show like, let's say, uh, walking dead and, and Netflix, they don't reveal any, uh, viewer data. So we don't know. But obviously, they would like stuff with like Netflix and like HBO Max, it would be higher because it's streaming. But Mm -hmm. any live TV is not going to do astronomical numbers. Like, it's just the nature of the pandemic. it's fucking wrestling, and then uh, ju- just uh, I'll, I'll just add like two more, uh, two more points, and uh, I'll be done. It's just like we only really like i like we only really talk about ratings when nxt wins but is this like it's because nxt was getting their ass kicked you know and then like now nxt is winning now AEW is like you know they're, they're going you know 
buck wild or, you know, they're sending shots or, you know, they're, they're just doing petty shit because they like lost one week. Like, you know, they, they completely lose their shit. And then, uh, you know, Tony Khan focusing on this one demographic to me, that just reads that like, you know, the ship is fine. You know, like they're not going to like try to do anything to change that, you know? So it's just like, I guess they're just going to keep losing <laughs> because uh, clearly that uh, the fighter fest, uh, the two weeks of fighter fest, like this was supposed to be your big thing. You didn't do anything that, you know, captured anybody. So now that they just said, but we want this demo though. And it's just like, so you don't plan on doing any, like, I don't, I don't even want to say course correction, you know, it's just like, do you want to probably like switch it up a bit or do something interesting that makes people want to watch the shows? Cause like, yeah, you won this one demographic, but like, <laughs> well, I don't, a loss I mean, is a loss I'll, in total viewers. I'll you know? say that I thought, the second night of Firefest was better, kind of better than the first. There are some questions I have, though. I, I Well, this is my personal <clears throat> opinion. There are some definite questions that I have. We'll go into uh, in a little bit. Like, I, like there's some choices that were made that, like, I'm kind of scratching my head on. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, the whole ratings thing, like... It, Maybe it was cool it when we did it when like WWE or WWF Raw's War and then WCW Nitro when it was like a <clears throat> real ratings battle. That was like yeah, when they were in the millions. Well, it was like five, you know, five point and like versus four point and people switching channels and things. This is, I mean, it's cool to have some competition i like that and stuff but like i just think that like it, some wrestlers have tweeted out against like who cares about ratings i think joey janela said it like i personally don't care like it's just yeah a lot he, of people don't care yeah people are just gonna watch the shows like if he if that's what he wants to do cool like like i said like he's a numbers guy but at the same time it's just like up oh, you know Mostly everybody who's watching stuff on Wednesday nights are watching shows, both shows anyway. They might watch NXT first and then mm -hmm. they'll watch AEW on the replay or they'll watch AEW first and then they watch NXT on the replay. Like the reason why the numbers aren't changing is because everybody's drawn from the same audience. There's a lot of overlap. So, yeah, you know, what it comes to at the end of the day, like it's just, you know, who cares? Like you just enjoy wrestling. Yeah. It, yeah for 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 a while now you know it's for for us at least it's just been like who put on who put together the, the better show yeah or you know like which what show is more interesting but now everybody is on the well let's just watch wrestling let's just enjoy for what it is now that it, like aew's losing but like you know last month you was two-stepping when uh a uh, aew was blowing nxt out the water that one week where like nxt wasn't even top 50 like the game like the energy is different now the game done changed like it got flipped and surely like uh the convert like let's say aew wins next week like the conversation is going to shift again where it's just like yeah nxt couldn't keep it up and you know everybody cares about ratings again you know listen man you can like both like i think one of uh, ftr tweeted out he's like i loved like nwo and then i love you know parts of 97 wwf you could like both it's okay you know what i mean like 
you could like you could like PlayStation and Xbox. I know that I'll no, probably be yelled at <laughs> for saying that, no, but like no, you can't. No, you can't. <laughs> well, I I have both, but I'm just saying like you you can't you can make a choice for yourself and just you know whatever you choose is cool. Uh, let's get into Firefest Night Two. What's in my hands, Tony, is something that I created decades ago. What's in my hands is something that basically is my full body of work. What's in my hands was created with my blood, my sweat, my tears. What's in my hands is the FTW World Championship. I got well. There's some stuff. Uh, I will preface this. There's some stuff on here. Like I said, that I liked. I got some burning questions. <laughs> I, I, okay, I will get to a couple points. Okay. Taz did the promo, Brian Cage, and he brought back the FTW Championship. I was like, that's pretty cool. Like, I used to watch uh, ECW when he had it, you know, when Shane Douglas was kind of ducking him, and that's why he brought brought the title. When I'm thinking in the match for Mox next week, I'm like, well, what the hell does this have to do with it? <laughs> like, what are you, yeah. like, if he's going um, after, well, okay, well, if he's going after the, like, the AW world title, and Taz is saying, well, like, well, he's the uncrowned champion. It's not like Mox is ducking him. Mox took a COVID test. Like, Renee had COVID, and he had to mm-hmm. isolate himself. It's not like, you know, Mox is really trying to duck him. And it's, yeah. like, if he's going after the AEW championship, why call him the uncrowned champion and give him a belt? Like, then why are you even going after the championship then? Because you already have, now you have this belt... I don't even know what they're going to do. First off, there's two things. It's presumably like Mox is going to lose. I mean, Well, no, I'm sorry. Mox is going to win. Mox is going to beat Brian Cage. <laughs> so now he has a title belt. And two, are you actually going to defend this belt? Is it going to be a, you know, a title that you can have an AEW and just kind of like pass around? I have no idea. So that I had... I was kind of puzzled when they brought that out. I was like, great. It's cool that he, that Taz still has the belt, but like, what is this doing for, what is it doing for the product? Mm-hmm. Uh, when, uh, Novak posted, uh, Chris Novak, he posted a picture of the, uh, the FTW, uh, championship. And he was just like, this is pretty cool. I don't know. I don't know my history like that with Taz, so I was just like, "What's cool about it?" And then he said nothing. So I was just like, uh, "I didn't like. I didn't. I didn't like want to seem like a deadhead." I was just like, "Why is this cool?" Like, uh, this is really just catering to like the back, the backest of rooms, you know. So like this whole segment here, I was just like, "This shit really doesn't matter." Um, and I do agree. Um, you're getting your title match anyway, so it's not like. You know, you're 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 still the uncrowned champion or whatever. Um, so I, I I thought this shit was really pointless. Like it was to just get the pop for the people in the back. Uh, hopefully they were loud enough because this whole thing I, I just really did 
getting care, you know. Um, the whole Moxley is ducking him thing. AEW fans or, you know, the people that are watching the show knows what's going on with Moxley. AEW has not been shy about John Moxley's absence. So you didn't really have to do this. You could have just had your promo and just say that it, uh, the match got rescheduled for next week. And then, you know, bar him up a bit. I didn't think the title really needed to be put into the picture. And it's just like, is Brian Cage going to be defending this title? Like, is this going to be an AEW canon or whatever. And uh, somebody brought up an interesting point on uh, the whole title thing. He was just like, oh, man, I wonder, uh, you know, if you wanted to uh, understand the lineage of the FTW title, maybe you should pay the WWE Network to find out. And it was just like, yeah, this kind of seems like a an ass backwards kind of thing, you know? Uh, if you ever wanted to see Taz at his prime with this sort of title or whatever, you would have to pay. You would have to give WWE your money. <laughs> well, Taz, well, Taz um, owns the copyright to it. He owns he owns yeah, like, the copyright like, and design of, of the title. It's just I, I get fun. what you're saying though. Like if you know he can't like you're introducing this championship, but at the same time, like if you want to watch, you know, uh, Russell Plews in '98 or Living Dangerously. Where, like, you know, uh, before that, I believe, like, Taz and Sabu had a uh, a feud, from what I remember off the top of my head, where he lost it and then he got it back. Uh, you're going to have to uh, pay that nine ninety nine and watch it on WWE Network. Like, he can't mention anything. Well, he could mention, I guess he could mention stuff, but, like, at the same time, it would give credence to the other brand on top of... Like now, like, is the FTW Heavyweight Championship going to be on the line? Is this now a champion versus champion match? Uh, is he just is Brian Cage just gonna have it? You know, it it's introducing stakes to a world title match that didn't really need stakes. Like, it, it's basically like Brian Cage and John Moxley for the world title. Now it's just like, all right, well, like. We know Brian Cage is going to lose somehow because he already has this title now. And, I mean, I we've been saying for weeks that, you know, there's a lot of guys just hovering around on their roster that need something to fight for. It's cool. Okay, if you want to do the FTW Championship and have that where they could win and lose it, okay, that's cool. Not sure if they're really doing that though. Like, if you just want to have it for a prop for this match to kind of prop Brian Cage up, he doesn't need that. Look at look at him. <clears throat> like, look at how he's been destroying guys. Like, you haven't seen like when he came back. You know, when he came in that ladder match. Like, look how he destroyed. You know, Darby Allen. You haven't seen Darby Allen since. Like, Darby Allen is skateboarding or not being able to get cleared. So, I'm not sure what. It's just to me, it lessens like the importance of the heavyweight title match that's happened for Fight for the Fallen. I just don't understand this choice. Uh, it's it's really just to pop the people in the back of the crowd that knows the lineage of this title or know what the title is. But um, it was it's cool for that night. It won't be cool next week. Well, we will see. Uh, I will. 
I'm going to jump into their women's division here because there's, that's another puzzling thing that I have uh, to talk about. So there was a promo where Big Swole was coming to the arena and they informed mm-hmm. her that she suspended for, I guess, for kidnapping Brit. Cool. Uh, I just like to mention that they have two women who are hurt. Like, you know what I mean? Chris Statlander and Britt Baker, even though Britt Baker, other than Hikaru Shida, has been uh, the best in that women's division. Uh, basically from progress, <laughs> like she's just entertaining. So, with Swole being, I guess, suspended, that takes another active wrestler off. Which, in a division that's already depleted, I don't understand why you would suspend her in kayfabe. Like, you need her wrestling. Suspend- Suspend her two weeks after she already did the crime. Yeah, that that's the same thing, too. That's a good point there, too. It's just like, oh, well, like, she already kidnapped Brit. She got away with it. I think she, yeah, she wrestled a match or something like that, too. And then they were like, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. You know what I mean? Like, she did that two weeks, because uh, last week she threw, uh, she, like, threw garbage on uh, Britt Baker in her little uh, plexiglass cage or whatever. Um. Yeah, the uh, stupid. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have done that. Um. I. I, I think I said it like. Uh, like a month ago now. Like, just stop having them really interact. You know, like if there's not going to be a match soon, then just stop. You know, like Big Swole could. You know. Could be facing uh, that new, the new, uh, the new girl that they, uh, the new woman that they, uh, they signed. Oh, uh, Abacon or the creepy. One. Yeah, yeah, her, um, Ali, uh, and like- a J. Like they took, they took her out of the picture too for Dark Order reasons. But you know, she could come back already. You know, it's not like anybody really goes through a dark transformation once they join. So it's just like you took, you already took Anna J out the picture for dark order reasons and now you took out big swole don't make no damn sense well it might be for anna J. am not really sure but it could be for covid reasons because you can't really travel back and forth as much and like depending on where anna J is is from you know what i mean like these cases are spiking in a lot of places so i don't i'm not really i'm not sure but you know, I'll go back to Karashita's well, tweets. Actually, no, I don't like the uh, that 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 COVID shit. Uh, AEW testing, right? <laughs> and that shouldn't be an issue, right? Hey, you know what? We can say the same thing for WWE. You know, over yeah, 40 positive test. Because <laughs> <laughs> guess what? Uh, niggas ain't missing on NXT, so <laughs> I, I ain't got to really raise the question. They don't have okay, but at the same time. Well, they don't have a full. They have everybody. Okay, so I'll. I'm trying to think of everybody on the show this week. They have Mercedes. They have like. Okay. With NXT, what I believe is that a lot of people already live in Florida, and you damn sure can't go anywhere <laughs> if you're living in Florida. Uh, there's with AW. Obviously, their home base is in Florida, but from what I understand, like they have a lot of wrestlers who live all across the country. So, I, for me, the logistics, I don't know. Like, I can't, 
I would have to read up more on that. Uh, I, like I said, I don't know where Anna J lives. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Um, what I'm, 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 I'm gonna say. Well, and to that is, you remember when MJF was all the way in his house in Little New York or whatever up north? He he was in the crowd this week. He's there. Yeah, but M- yeah, but here's the thing. In March, there was a good chunk of time where MJF wasn't there. Like they were. Mm-hmm. He, uh, it, it was almost he a backs, month before we see it. <laughs> I mean, okay, so let me, I'm, I'm going to read the tweets from uh, Karashita. Hold on. Uh, okay. So, Car tweets out, many wrestlers can't fly to the U.S. because of COVID-19 for months. Two injured wrestlers and now Swole World. So, Tony tweets back, Swole will be back with travel disruption, with, and with travel disrupting the division. We are searching for additional domestic challengers worthy of facing you to create more competition for you, uh, you champ. Thank you. And then Carr tweets like, we can't leave our women's division as like this. Come back soon, please, to Swole. And then Swole says, I will. I will be stronger and think of many more ways to dispose trash. So, I mean, that's... It's all Tony. travel issues. Yeah, that's from Tony. That Tony says okay. that, like, there's a lot of travel issues, which I could, I could understand. And I... You know, and with NXT and some of the main shows uh, over in WWE, they have travel issues too. This is not, this is a, a wrestling wide thing. This is why, you know, I presumably like uh, ROH isn't having any shows. That's why you don't see Jay White on like New Japan Pro Wrestling. It, they can't get over there. They can't get over there. And especially with how cases are spiking, like the oh, EU. The I don't even know banned. where. <laughs> I don't even know where JY stands. Well, I, well, I think he stays in the U.S. So, you know, the EU just banned travel from you know the U.S. to there. So, you know, they have a huge hole in their women's division right now. Even though Nyla Rose wrestled and she uh, squashed, I guess, two jobbers, but she said that she is looking for a manager. Which I'm like... I thought this was stupid. Well, this was it, stupid. This was so stupid. Well, it's... It's counterproductive the for law. me because Nyla is obviously like the... It, it, she calls herself like the beast. or You know what I mean? She's... Mm-hmm. Runs rough shot over the division and she's like... Everybody in AEW who has a manager uh, basically has a championship and then like... Her manager and will ensure that she leaves AEW as the women's champion. I'm like, you were already the women's champion without one. Why do you need a manager to ensure that? Yeah. Also, what she said isn't true. Moxley doesn't have a cha- uh, a manager. Hangman Page and uh, Hangman Page and Kenny don't have a a, a valet or a manager. Akari Shida doesn't have it. So only one person has it. Like. What are you saying? We can look at Sean Spears right now, who has a manager and isn't even on any of the shows. Lance like, what are we doing here? Well, no, I'm just saying, like, Lance Archer, uh, he doesn't have a title. He has a manager. So it was just like, <laughs> this it promo no did nothing sense. for her. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I just, I'm like, who would write that? Like, it was just like, you know, Nyla Rose, it, it, it's who was already, who's already a champion. Uh, a good talker. Like, yeah, she's. A, I think she's a great talker. But I'm like, 
All right, she needs a leg up uh, to get the title back now. And she's already been, like, she's the second ever AEW Women's Champion. Like, I just didn't get that. Like, it makes the the decisions that... It's it's so so dumb. Well, it's just the decisions that they've made with Nyla Rose, I just don't get. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she's supposed to be that division. She's supposed to be the top heel. She's supposed to be the big heel. And now you're like, listen, I need a mouthpiece. Even though I'm cutting a really good, I'm cutting a good promo right now. Like I need somebody to talk for me. And I need somebody to be in my corner because I can't do it, makes it by, no myself. Sense. by myself. The only per, the only person that had a manager to get a championship is Cody. Like yeah, like she said, like like now Brian Cage is a champ. He didn't have to fight nobody for that. <laughs> Taz literally just handed it to him, and also. You're saying that you need a manager to secure a championship. What happened to wins and losses? I, what happened to just rising up the leaderboards? She's already the number one contender. As said what are by, we doing here? <laughs> I don't know. Like, those, okay, those are... I had to get those out of the way because those two choices i was just scratching my head i'm like what are you like going into fight for the fallen and trying to set up future challenges like especially with these belts and like putting in like i just did not get that i'm like why are you and what makes what makes this whole promo really really stupid is her saying that i'm like i got a manager but i ain't gonna tell you yet and it's just like what what kind of announcement is this? Who do we think the manager is? I don't know. I'm not guessing. I don't care. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to guess. I, for the sake I don't of the care show. enough to guess. I'm going to guess for the sake of the show. I'm going to say Vicky Guerrero. That was my first thought. But uh, I'm just like, if you, if you can't get Vicky Guerrero to come to the show, then what are we doing here? And they're really just prolonging the inevitable for Nyla Rose to like be a number one contender. Like Nyla Rose is right there, well, she already number is. one. You know, but they haven't. Uh, they haven't. Uh, they haven't uh, booked the match yet. Or, no, uh, they, no, they haven't. But they said it in a commentary that she's a number one contender. So presumably, like they're gonna run it back with the rematch with her and Kikaru Shida. And then she didn't need to. She didn't need a manager to uh, to get there. But now she needs one. No, like, no, on. I, it doesn't I didn't. Make damn sense, man. I mean, I didn't think so either. I mean, those were the two baffling things that I had. <clears throat> one bright spot one though. Bright Private Party and Kenny Omega and Hangman Page. I think Private Party knocked off the ring rust, and they looked really good here. I think Kenny mm-hmm. and Page. I hope they can the- keep it up. I think Kenny and Paige gave them a lot, which was pretty good. Uh, a lot of aggression from Hangman Page. Like, I, mm-hmm. well, there was one point where uh, <laughs> I'm not sure if it was Cassidy or it was no, 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 no. It was Quinn. So they're doing a move, and Quinn just kicks Hangman Page right in the face. Like you could see, like. <laughs> there was a imprint on Hangman Page, like side of his face, just a huge red mark. Like he does an insecurity, it just catches him. Thankfully, he was all right. 
um, if you wanted to basically get, you know, private party back on track, that was the way you did it. Yeah. Um, really good match. I'm, I'm glad that, uh, they looked really good in there because it was really looking shaky for them. Uh, now I'm, I'm really just hoping they can keep it up, you know? Um, all right. I'm, I'm glad to see that they're at where they were, uh, they were at, uh, when AEW first started uh, in October. So I, I hope they can keep this up for real. <clears throat> Joey Janelle and Lance Archer. Uh, that was not quite a yeah. squash match. Uh, Joey was bumping his, like hell for Archer. But it looked like, you know, Joey was getting some offense. Like Joey <clears throat> was like, could he do this? Had a Sunny Kiss uh, sighting there too. And a nice 450 splash. But uh, mm-hmm. Lance Archer won. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm, I, I guess I'm glad he won. But I'm just like, what are we doing? Like, what are we gonna do with Lance Archer? You know, like, what are we gonna do with him now? FTW belt, hopefully. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> well, hey, you know, like, you brought Lance Archer in to be the murder hawk. Uh, you got to find something for him to do. I don't know. I'm I'm gonna be honest. I have no idea. Uh, like you said, they, yeah, he's so, in that uh, kind of like the ilk yeah, of like the, the guys who like Lance Archer and Brody Lee, who are kind of like waiting mm-hmm. for a big program. I think. Uh, well, the, they already blew the big program with Brody Lee, but um, yeah. Uh, uh I'm like. I'm just I'm I'm glad he won, but it's just like what do we do now? You know? Yeah, I I mean Brody is obviously in that like kind of weird storyline with uh Colt Cabana and they had mm-hmm. like their six minute tag there's a lot of tags on this this uh damn Yeah, that's why that's why I wasn't a really big fan of the show. Uh, uh a lot of tag matches. Yeah, there were a lot of multi man tag matches too. Uh that mm-hmm. You know, AEW loves their multi-mans. It's just like they had Lucha Brothers. They got to prove. They got to. They got to prove that they got the best tag division. Lucha Bro. Well, I mean, when that's all you have. <laughs> well, I'm not saying that it's. It's not all they have. It's just that they have. This is not a pay-per-view team. Like they, level card. Well, they they have plentiful tag team matches, like, like or tag team teams in that division like they have way too many so you have to try to get them all uh, on the card somehow like lucha brothers butcher and blade ftr and the young bucks it's from what i expected that was enough like uh that that's why like last week i was just like why why is like hangman page and kenny omega fighting private party because we already have this big tag match happening like i didn't really think it needed to be on the show but I'm glad we got it though because the match was really nice. But no, I thought I, I thought it was pretty cool. I thought it <clears throat> sowed the seeds for uh, FTR and Young Bucks down the road. Obviously, what happened at the end, uh, you know, they're trying to slow burn that, and that's yeah. what yeah, that was cool. And then you know, Orange Cassidy and Chris Jericho. Uh, I wanted Orange Cassidy. It was really cool. Oh yeah, uh, Orange. I, I definitely think Orange Cassidy should have won. I don't think uh, Jericho really gains anything by winning here, but um, 
I thought that I thought the match was really, really good until like that point where uh, Jericho was just kicking out of everything in like quick succession too. And I was just like, oh no, nah, wrap it up, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't. I I think they're gonna run this back. I think we're gonna end up seeing like uh, part how? two with that. Like, well, I wouldn't mind to see it. Like, I, I just you don't have all this build up between those two. And then just be like, well, you know, all right, we'll go on to the next thing. Run it back. Have him win. Orange Cassidy, maybe have like a a rubber match. You know, just to kind of make a prolonged feud. Because otherwise, I'm like, who is Jericho going to face afterwards? Like, that, that's, that's why I'm just like, Jericho probably should have lost. Like, let Orange Cassidy get this really big win here. And just, just take Jericho off the show for a little bit. Um, he's not like I, I like him not being in the title picture. I'm just like you know, this is, this could possibly be your chance to like put a young like put a young guy over more than just like having a like a a fifty fifty match with them. You know, I think uh, well, I, I don't think that you can take Jericho off because if you do, then Sammy Guevara is not there for the time being. So you got to have somebody mm-hmm. anchor the inner circle. And he is, you know, a big veteran presence for AEW. So, like, you know, he's hey, a name. He's, but he's a name. He He's definitely a name that people <clears throat> tune into. So you just can't be like, all right, we're going to write him off television for a while. You got to. Well, like, not, like, no, I, I'm not saying, like, write him off. But, like, just take, just take him off for, like, a week, you know. Or, you know, uh, is this, like. The only people that win in the inner circle is Jericho and Guevara. And Guevara is suspended for I forgot how long. Um, it's indefinitely. Oh, indefinitely? Until uh, everybody forgets. <laughs> um, well, I, I mean, like I said, like, suspended. They donated his pay. He apologized. Mm-hmm. Sasha's talked about it. I mean, you know. I. I, I <laughs> I'm just not sure, like, with that, I'm not sure what else more you can do. Like, I'm, I'm, like I'm, I'm not saying, like, uh, yeah. yeah, like, going back to it, like, what he said was terrible and stuff like that. But, like, he needs, he's going through sensitivity training, and then, like, he presumably yeah. will come back. I'm like, yeah, I'm not, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not too worried about saying Guevara. And then uh, just the thing about Jericho really anchoring in the inner circle and it's just, like, it kind of doesn't have to be that way. Just let, just let Pride and Powerful get a win. Just one, just one. Just, oh, so I think that you're you. I, I'm I'm just gonna decode it. Like you want, <laughs> I don't think it's a like you want. I wouldn't say take Jericho off air. I I think that more so what you want is to for other people like Jake Hager and Pride and Powerful to get wins. But I don't think that you should. Well, you like, take, let, like let the, let them shine, you know. Yeah, but I don't think that you have to necessarily take Jericho off TV to do that. Like, I think that like he, you still can do that. But at the same time, like with the tag team division being so bloated, like you would have to get Pride and Powerful to like some quality wins and then build them up because like right now at the top it's like. Hangman Page, and well, Hangman Page and Omega, FTR, 
and the Young Bucks, and that's going to be the program for a while. So, you know, I'm not sure where Pride and Powerful is going to be in the mix. Maybe down the road. Maybe down the road. You never know. But um, next week. Yeah, we'll just have to see how it goes. Yeah, Fight for the Fallen. Okay, the card is the Elite versus Jurassic Express, FTR versus Lucha Brothers, John Moxley and Brian Cage for the AEW World Championship, and Cody is going to defend his TNT Championship against Sonny Kiss. Good for Sonny Kiss. Yeah, uh, this should be a uh, should be a good match and. I'm glad, I'm, I'm, well, I'm glad they're finally featuring featuring him more. I mean, I know that's something mm-hmm. that we were asking. So, like, it's another thing that we've said, and I guess has come to fruition. But uh, let's talk about NXT Great American Bash Night Two. And another one yeah! jacking the job. Keith Lee, the trifecta legal down. Adam Cole with the cover. Adam Cole still unable to vanquish Keith Lee. Obviously, the big story here is that Keith Lee is your champ champ, your double champ, NXT North American title, NXT championship. Uh, I think that it couldn't have happened better to a, a better person. Like, if Adam Cole would have won it, cool. Like, he deserves it. But Keith Lee, like, from basically where he was in NXT, where he was just losing taking a lot of L's and then he cut that promo and saying like this year was going to be my year. God damn it. He was right. Mm -hmm. He completely turned it around. There's matches with Dom and uh, basically like the big, you know, war games, uh, Royal rumble weekend where he, you know, went head to head with Roman reigns and then Brock Lesnar. Then we all started fantasy booking and then, like, him winning the North American title and having all these incredible matches with Roderick Strong, Johnny Gargano. And then now here, he's he's your champ. Like, I don't, like, I'm proud of him. I, I think that. Mm-hmm. Um, go ahead. Just his, his run from November has been nothing for uh, Black success. And it's really good to see. 
No, I mean, I think you could say that for a lot of people in NXT. Like, Adam Cole's run <clears throat> from uh, November on. Amazing. Keith Lee. Uh, up until a point, uh, Rhea Ripley. Uh, even though I don't really know what happened <laughs> uh, to that. That, that, just, that shit stopped that mania. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, other than, I'm trying to think, uh, Bianca Belair, uh, when we talked about her, like the Royal Rumble eliminations, even though I'm, you know, not really sure what Raw is doing with her. Hopefully they bring her back into the fold soon. But yeah, like Keith, like some people had a problem. Like I, okay. I would say that I had an issue because I'm like, all right, man, like, why are you putting two belts on, like, one person? But I can't be a hypocrite because I love Naito. Naito's a double champion, (laughs) New Japan Pro Wrestling, even though I had a little story with it. And when Keith Lee went in this, I was just like, all right, cool, man. Like, that's so dope. Like, it's, it's dope that we saw Io Shirai win. Because we were rooting, you know, mm-hmm. everybody was rooting for her. And now Keith Lee, like, it's like NXT has hit its stride and it's given us really good feel, feel good stories. Now, if they could get their tag team division, a men's tag team division together, that'd be cool. <laughs> but, like, you know, I, I'm way to go, Keith Lee. Now, I want to switch. Uh, awesome. I'll talk about the street fight. Me, Yim, fighting in Tim's, like, more power, too, because uh, I, I don't know how she does it. Hey, she loves, Mia Yim loves her Tim's, bro. <laughs> bro, I, I just don't, like, there was a spot where, like, they teased the, uh, like, the suplex on, on the table outside, and then she does, like, the drop kick into, like, Candice into the table, Candace mm-hmm. missed the table, and she got drop kicked and getting uh, kicked by Tim. Like bumped her head against that door. Yeah, yeah. Bum- so the whole bumped her head on break- that door. Got to God in Tim's. <laughs> so that whole commercial break, or like the whole split screen, was basically mm-hmm. Candace trying to get up from that bump. Uh, I thought it was really cool that a, a lot of this show had uh, nothing but picture in picture, even like with nothing really going on. Well, like, uh, like, um, the picture in picture where like the match finished and like Johnny came out and to like escort Candace out. Uh, I thought, uh, I thought that was cool. Yeah, uh, that, uh, that wild uh, ride off the table, yeah, off the table into the pile of chairs. <laughs> that was pretty cool. That was when pretty cool I thing. initially saw her setting up that table that way, I was just like, what the hell are y'all doing? <laughs> I was just like, "How are you? Like, how is this like gonna work?" And they uh, they made it work. Uh, I thought the uh, I thought doing a swinging neck breaker onto the pile of chairs is much cooler than doing like a superplex off it. Yeah, you know? I th- like I think we've seen the superplex onto the chair spot mm-hmm. like a lot. Like, I, swinging neck breaker was a nice little change of pace. Yeah, to switch. Mercedes Martinez uh, finally like re-debuted after like weeks of vignettes. What'd you think about her? Like, I guess this was the squash. Uh, poor Santana Garrett. I, I, I would have liked it more if it wasn't Santana Garrett. 
um, like uh, I, I, I wish it was uh, Aaliyah or, you know, they tried to do some sh- uh, some stuff with the Rob Stone brand. Um, just like like with Santana Garrett, I don't really like eat. I don't think she does much enhancing uh, when people uh, face up against uh, her. Seems like everybody's really down on Santana. And I have seen her matches, I guess, from Shimmer and like from overseas and stuff like that. She's actually not, a, she's actually decent. It's just that, like, it's, you know, they showcase her in NXT is getting these swash matches. I'm like, you're not really, it's weird to kind of like place her in that way. But then again, we've seen in NXT where uh, they'll have wrestlers who like get into these squash matches and then they'll repackage. To like, uh, <clears throat> to do like, like to be more of a feature talent. So maybe they do that with Santana, but like Mercedes, uh, being a big heel, I'm all for it. I, I think Mercedes like will add a lot to NXT in that division. She's a good veteran presence. Yeah. Like, I'm all for it. Like, what you alluded to is that the Rob Stone brand Rob went Stone on brand recruiting football. spree. And it looks like they were trying to get Shotzi Blackheart, but uh, she wasn't having that. And Killian Dane wasn't having that either. Man. Uh, just let's stop, let's stop with the Killian Dane shit, bro. <laughs> let's please, can we stop doing this? Um, when the shot, uh, this possibly is going to lead to a Shotzi Blackheart, uh, Killian Dane versus the Rob Stone brand tag match, and I don't want to see it. <laughs> I just don't. Like uh, Shotzi Blackheart could really be doing like more interesting things. I think. Well, you got to keep Shotzi uh, occupied while the you know Tegan and Io have their they, thing. I think there's a, there's possibly a better way to go about that. All right, so what 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 would you propose? Um, like if you're like if you're a heel versus face like thing, I guess it'll like sound awful to you, but like maybe we can get uh we can get a real Ripley versus uh Shotzi Blackheart, probably uh Mercedes Martinez or just Aaliyah. Like we don't have to really do the killing in uh. You know, get Killian Dane involved. Uh, we can get her and Candice. Like, all right. So, there, there's possibilities out Rhea, there. If you do Rhea and Shotzi, who goes over? Because oh, Shotzi, I don't give a shit about Rhea. <laughs> uh, well, how are you going to do that? To like, are you going to bury Rhea now? Because like, Rhea is a former champ. I mean, what the hell? What the hell, are Rhea doing? I mean, Shotzi can lose. Like, I'm sure it's no problem. But I don't really see them doing. I don't know. They're like cooling Rhea off a lot. Yeah, or like, if they wanted, like, you know, just ha- do a losing angle, just beat Rhea and then she comes back on top, then it, uh, it won't be no issue for a Shotzi Blackheart to go over. I feel like the best way is like Shotzi versus Aaliyah. I'm not saying that, like, killing, I don't, killing a day, that might just have been a random thing. I think they're just going to do Shotzi and Aaliyah. Uh, I hope like, so. <laughs> Because, like, if you have Shotzi go against Mercedes Martinez, Mercedes Mercedes is going to win. Like, they're not building Mercedes oh, no, they, up. They, they do. 
Yeah, yeah. Sadie's up for her to like all of a sudden like lose, lose in week two. Yeah, yeah. no, like, that's. I don't think that's gonna happen. Like Shotzi, I think, is the future big face for that division. Mm-hmm. When eventually, when you move Tegan on, and then like maybe EO. Well, but... Still, Candice LeRae is right there, <laughs> and she just wrapped up her thing with uh, with with, with Mia Yim. So. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, like Candace alluded to, to, like having some payback on some people, so it could be, you know, Shotzi could be a pathway for her. Yeah, uh, I don't really. I'm curious to know who's on Candace's hit list. Uh, because could be Tegan, Tegan, because you know the whole like. You know, you were like my big oh, backstabbing friend. And, and yeah. backstabbing friend. Uh, Does it stop there? <laughs> no, no, no. I don't think so. Like I, I would put Shotzi on it because, like, I think they would have a nice little feud. Uh, Maybe Rhea. Is Rhea, like would Rhea would would Rhea be on that list? Because I don't know if uh, what has Rhea done to uh, Candace oh, besides like you're on the War Games team. Eo would definitely be on oh. that list. Well, uh, EO busy, Brit. <laughs> well, I mean, well, EO's gonna need challengers. So, like, if you're building Candice to be, like, a big heel, like, other than Dakota, like, EO's on that list. They have history. Because when Candice tried to help EO, EO turned on her. So, mm-hmm. that's a pathway for them right there. Speaking of Candice, her husband. Uh, had a fight with Zara Swerve Scott, which I thought, just for me, was the match of the night. I, I thought that they worked really well together. I was looking forward to this match. Uh, yeah, Johnny Gargano with the win. Um, I think that even in defeat, I, you know, S- Swerve looked great. Uh, I would love. You know, Johnny is setting his sights on Finn Balor. It looks like. I don't. I don't really want to see that again. If Johnny's gonna, you know, him and Candice are gonna fulfill the prophecy of being the first couple, uh, winning the uh, championships together, uh, I don't think. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's gonna happen. I think that's just yeah. you, know, you know a site that they set. I think it's more inclined for Candice to win the. Uh, women's championship other than Johnny winning it again, but I have no idea. But yeah, good match here. Uh let's see. Of course there was um oh Brizongo and Drake Maverick versus Legato de Fantasma. So when Fandango does like the uh I guess like the somersault off the ropes and landed on his knee. I cringed. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, that, no. That looked really bad. I was like, I'm hoping he didn't hurt himself again. Because of course he had the MCL injury. And like he mm-hmm. landed on her. Uh, like, oh Jesus. It, it, it might have been a work because they do really work the knee. Uh, like uh, Mendoza really works the knee for a little bit and then. Before Fandango counters and do all that stuff, um, 
This is this would probably be like my least favorite match on the card with it being a six man tag. But um, I I, well, I don't I don't think saw, it ends here you, for them. Well, because you saw like an AEW uh, show that had a ton of tags, so I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, I I'm curious to. I'm curious to know when uh, Drake Maverick and uh, Santana, Escobar, uh, Santana Escobar is going to have their singles match. I think that it was a, if there was one thing that this match did, it was good foreshadowing to like Drake Maverick and Mendoza thing. Like Maverick does like the whole flurry, and then like uh, you know Mendoza takes, uh, of course, you know Drake's neck is hurt. And he takes advantage and he gets the pin. They're really positioning Drake Maverick to be like that scrappy face underdog. Mm-hmm. So like they're going to do it there. I think it's going to be real down the line because uh, Mendoza is like the real cruiserweight champion. And now can we say that? Like we, I don't, th- let's just say with recent legend events, and uh, travel bans and stuff like that. Jordan Devlin's not going to be seen for quite a while, oh, yeah. if ever. So, yeah, especially if uh, Florida keeps this up. So, I mean, Santana might as well just be our cruiserweight champion. Oh no, he, I, he is basically like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, ain't, I don't, ain't no more interim. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm like, I'm looking at this. I'm like, we should. We should probably take the interim off uh, Mendoza. It's, uh, yeah, like, not looking good for Drake. Given uh, <laughs> things that happened and, like I said, like, travel. But um, I really like Mendoza as the champ. I hope, you know, like, you've had long cruiserweight reigns, but then you had some short ones. Like, I really hope that they keep him keep the belt on him for a long time and yeah. don't necessarily um, give it to drake because i know like they'll do like the comeback story of drake like overcoming the odds and he'll face you know like each person in legato del fantasma he'll beat them he'll go to mendoza and then beat them and beat him for the title like that's how they book but i hope that that doesn't yeah. happen soon like let's just cool off they, yeah they could they they could prolong this honestly, uh, or they can like, let's say that Drake you know is nursing and like you know his neck is really hurt and he's not medically clear and then you could possibly like have some sort of challenge, some sort of challenger in the meantime and then uh, then eventually have him come back. So before we get out of here, who do you think? Uh, I'll pose a final question and I think next week. We'll do like our mid award show because we had two big weeks of, I guess, pay per views. And then, mm-hmm. like, I guess, NXT, you know, well, AEW has a pay per view, kind of. This is kind of a pay per view. But yeah, we'll do like our uh, award show next week. We'll ask questions. We'll, we'll ask questions from like the listeners and they'll chime in too. Uh, so, what do you think? With Keith Lee, who do you think is going to challenge for the NXT Championship, and who's going to challenge for the North American title? Uh, uh, the next big challenge. I think, I think Karrion Cross definitely has his eye on the NXT Championship title. Like that's 
what he's really aiming for, but I guess they'll uh, yeah, they'll possibly do something about that uh, with Damian Priest and Cameron Grimes uh, having a number one contenders match. Maybe he'll insert himself into that, like uh, like kind of people thought he would insert himself into the Adam Cole, uh, the Adam Cole and Keith Lee champion versus champion match. So we'll see. Uh, I mean, if Oh, excuse me, I'm yawning. Um, <laughs> if Gargano wants to get his payback on Finn Balor, or you know they want to do that, then I, I won't say Finn Balor. Then possibly give uh, damn, who's a male wrestler? That's, uh, po- uh, possibly Tim Thatcher. Okay, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind seeing him uh, challenge for the North American. Tim Thatcher and Keith Lee. I think that would be a phenomenal match. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with, I'm going to agree with you with the uh, NXT Championship. I'm going to go with Karrion Cross, And I like what you just posed there. Uh, I would love to see Tim Thatcher go after the North American title. It would kind mm-hmm. of, then he would kind of like do the whole Walter thing. And it was like, oh, now, now the North American title has like some prestige to it. You know what I mean? Like, even though I'm not yeah. American. Or whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, no, uh, I, I really wouldn't mind seeing that. Yeah. Uh, so next week, I, it's another big week because you have Tegan Knox, Io Shirai. Uh, for, that should be a great match. And then you also have Damian Priest and Cameron Grimes. Presumably, that is for the number one contendership. So, like, if, you know, whoever wins, Damian Priest, Cameron Grimes. They will go after Keith Lee for the uh, NXT Championship. Any last words before we get out of here? Um, I, I, I hope fight for uh, actually. I, I think fight for the fallen coming like right after we just did Fighter Fest is a little weird. I'm not gonna lie. Damn, yeah, it seems like. They are like hacking it on. I would say. Yeah, do. Uh, uh, yeah, I would say due to the championship match being like moved, uh, they had to like make it seem bigger. Even though they had championship title matches on random dynamites before, I didn't really think they needed to do the fight for the fallen thing. Um, I <clears throat> well, fight for the fallen. Oh, I feel it feels bad to call it a gimmick, but uh, is Fighter Fest gonna? I mean. Fight for the Fallen. <laughs> All these Fs. Um, is Fight for the Fallen going to also do the donation thing? I have not. Uh, yes, it's a fundraiser for COVID relief. Okay. Oh, COVID relief design. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I, especially in a state that needs COVID relief right now. Like, I think that is very timely. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah. Come back next week. That's all I got. Yeah. Come back next week. We're going to have our award show, mid award show. Uh, best wrestlers, worst angles, yada, yada, yada. Look at our RNC Radio Live Twitter because we'll be posing questions for you guys to answer and we'll read them on air. Of course, we will be uh, talking about Fight for the Fallen. We've got two big title matches. We got Brian Cage and John Moxley. We got Sonny Kiss and Cody. Of course, then we'll see, you know. The whole elite rigmarole, whatever happens with that. And over at NXT, Tegan and Eo. Uh, maybe that. Maybe this is Tegan's uh, swan song, maybe, on brand. I don't know. 
Uh, I hope so. Well, listen, like, Raw, well, just being impartial, I would love to see her on SmackDown to fight Bailey because I know that she would love that. Mm-hmm. But uh, Bailey and Sasha are a little bit uh, preoccupied right now. They get they got <laughs> they got the Kabuki yeah. Warriors to worry worry about. And like you know, uh, the Raw landscape isn't really that like spooky anymore. So I wouldn't mind seeing uh, Tegan over there either. Tegan versus Oscar. Damn, uh, I didn't even Tegan think versus Natalia. Hold on, bro. Tegan versus Natalia, bro. What is you thinking? What is this like? The That's the thing? real money match. What is it, like the intro to career mode? Like, like, Tegan yeah, knocks out to, like... You gotta earn, you gotta earn it, bro. Uh, she's gotta earn her stripes. Yeah, um, don't don't forget Tegan versus, uh... Wow, I forgot her name. It was on the tip of my tongue. Uh, Ruby Riot. Like, let's not forget that. Oh, come on, man. Let's give Ruby her Riot versus, some uh, wins. Give her some well, wins. No, hey man, I Ruby, pref- listen, well, Tegan Knox versus Liv Morgan is the money match that you should be looking for. <laughs> well, I, I'm just glad that Ruby Riot is back on the show because uh, Paul, uh, the the Heyman never really had Ruby Riot looking silly. But um, yeah, yeah, man, uh, uh, the, the raw the raw landscape isn't that bad, and I think uh, Bruce is doing a pretty good job for the most part. I was scared at first, but he's doing some cool shit. Very so, scared. Um, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind seeing uh, Tegan uh, over there. Yeah, well, I was very scared at first, but uh, <laughs> yeah. you know Bruce is doing a good job. Hey, some wrestlers who uh, were missing in action all of a sudden appearing again. Like you know what I mean? Like I'm like wow, like they're <laughs> they're still working and employed in WWE. So good on Bruce. So for myself and Cyrus, uh, this is the War Report. Come back next week. Be safe. Wear a mask. Uh, I'm not really, it seems like <laughs> something happens crazy each week as we do on here, but we're thankful for you for listening as always follow us on RSC live on, uh, Twitter and Instagram, subscribe to all our channels or whatever you, uh, and wherever you listen to podcasts for us, signing off, be safe. And we'll talk to you next week.